The Island Digest is a sampling of the stories in this week's Journal of the San Juans, Islands Sounder, and Islands Weekly, which are on newsstands now. The July 25th edition is brought to you by Orcus Center. I'm Caleb Summers. Headlines from the week of July 25th, 2023. Ryan Carpenter is Funhouse Director. Lights, Camera, Action. Palace Theatre reopens its doors on Friday. Acrobatic Conundrum returns to Lopez Center. Plus, choice excerpts from the San Juan County Sheriff's Log. First, from the Island's Sounder, Ryan Carpenter is Funhouse Director. By Toby Cooper. Ryan Carpenter glances out the window to where a knot of high-octane nine-year-olds is playing a game with a basketball although it's not really a basketball at all. In the next room, a UFO is plastered to the wall, not far from a door in the corner suspiciously labeled Jupiter, which in turn is close to a heap of bubblegum-colored book bags and a box marked Lost and Found. Welcome to the Funhouse Commons, East Sound's enduring center of kid-friendly innovation. Carpenter, the Funhouse's freshly minted executive director, cannot contain himself any longer. It's my new job, he says with a ready smile. Carpenter takes the reins of an iconic East Sound institution. Founded in 2000 by musician-composer Jim Bradow and wife Anne, the Funhouse Commons was designed to inspire, teach, and enchant kids. Originally seen as a children's science center, it has evolved broadly to feature art, music, and other content. Mostly, it's about play, says Carpenter. It is a place where young people can enjoy each other's company in a safe, stimulating, and constructive environment. Growing up on Orcus, Carpenter remembers old East Sound's shortcomings for local kids. There was nothing more than a dingy place for arcade video games, he says. Today, the Fun House is a grateful community's monument to Bredow's remarkable insight. Noted psychologist and author Dr. Peter Gray writes, Play is how children learn to take control of their own lives, to make decisions, to negotiate with their peers without some authority figure stepping in to solve problems. Carpenter sees these benefits of play as almost axiomatic, adding that with the addition of structure, play becomes beneficial to the community because it promotes learning and creates a safe space. By offering a broad menu of choices, the Funhouse creates an emphasis on exploration. Perhaps reflecting the original emphasis on science, Carpenter sees the value of throwing it all on the table to see what sticks, adding, when we explore in an atmosphere of playfulness, we discover things about ourselves. In addition, because the Funhouse works closely with Orcus schools and preschools, Carpenter keenly sets his sights on the future of every child who connects with their programs. It's not random play, he says, noting that mission success is a product of vertical harmony throughout the organization's staff and board structure, backed by judicious strategic planning. Every one of these kids is becoming someone.
In recent years, Funhouse programs have evolved further into family and mentoring. They created COI, Coalition for Orcus Youth, as a project to help identify strategies for ultimate family benefit. COI screened a video on screenagers to focus on how technology is impacting kids. And they find the best mentors are Orcus adults who themselves grew up participating in Funhouse programs. We occupy an enduring place in the hearts of our alumni. Carpenter advises that the Funhouse After School program provides safe, fun, engaging opportunities for kids after school. The fall session of After School starts in September with the beginning of the 2023-24 school year. Each day, Funhouse staff pick children up at the public school and head to the Funhouse for group games, art, free play, and more. Come to the Funhouse Commons Gala on Saturday, July 30th. For tickets, see www.funhousecommons.org. From the Journal of the San Juan Islands, Lights, Camera, Action! Palace Theatre reopens its doors on Friday. By Kelly Balcom Bartok. As they say in show business, the show must go on. And Friday, the show will go on at the Palace Theatre in downtown Friday Harbor. Following an extensive remodel that completely modernized both the concession stand and the restrooms, the Palace Theatre will officially reopen Friday. Barbie and Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 will return to the big screen following a soft opening last weekend. According to Palace Theatre manager Aaron King, when asked about the extensive remodel, the concessions area wasn't large enough for all of us to be back there and maneuver around, so now we'll be able to serve people quickly as it gives us more room behind the counter. Now we'll be able to get people in the door and in their seats without having to wait in lines like they used to, which will still happen, but not as much anymore. King, who has worked for the Palace Theatre for 30 years this year, says, Our main focus was the concessions area, and the bathrooms were the same deal where we hadn't done anything to either of those two, so they were both in desperate need. King is proud of the improvements, including the new cabinetry, granite countertops, brand new popcorn machine, and new flooring. The big one is we took out the men's and women's bathrooms, and there are now three stalls that are open to all, adds King. They're really nice, and it's just a nice, fresh, new, crisp look. It looks beautiful, which everyone will see when they come in. And yeah, we're just looking forward to getting people back in the door. From the Islands Weekly... Acrobatic Conundrum Returns to Lopez Center We are all in for a treat. Acrobatic Conundrum will be performing Le Cirque de Pamplemousse twice at the Lopez Center this weekend. This exclusive performance will feature the company's most daring, graceful, and hilarious performers. While somersaulting, pirouetting, and precariously balancing, the troupe will make a fruit smoothie of life, death, and rebirth. Blending together their distinct flavor profiles, each of the performers adds a fruit and flavor to the mix. The performances will spotlight aerial acts, partner acrobatics, dance, and comedy. 
Don't miss this heady draft of acrobatics and comedy, a bracing curative for souls in need of connection and inspiration. Performers include Terry Crane, Christine Morano, Nick Harden, Wendy Harden, Julaine Hall, and Hane Sambe. The shows are appropriate for all ages. Saturday, July 29th at 7 p.m., indoor performance with riser seating. Tickets are $15 or $10 for youth. Runtime, 75 minutes. Sunday, July 30th at 2 p.m., outdoor performance. Tickets are $15 or 5 for youth. Runtime, 65 minutes. Tickets are available at www.lopezcenter.org and Paper Scissors on the Rock. Poutine Your Mouth Food Truck will be serving food for the Sunday show starting at 1.30. These performances are made possible in part by a grant from San Juan County LTAC Committee. And now, some choice excerpts from the San Juan County Sheriff's Log. On July 12th, deputies on San Juan Island responded to a report of an individual's ex not wanting to give their cat back. After talking with the involved parties, the cat was returned to the owner. Now, I've heard of firefighters rescuing cats from trees, but I've never heard of police rescuing cats from exes. On July 13th, a deputy on San Juan Island responded to a report of a traffic hazard. A large, old, broken-down bus had been left on the side of Roche Harbor Road. The vehicle was too large to be towed, and an attempt is being made to locate the owner. On July 14th, a deputy on San Juan Island took a report of an individual receiving unfriendly text messages. The individual wished to trespass the text message sender from their residence. Deputies on Orcas responded to multiple calls regarding a naked man in East Sound. Contact was made and the male was taken into protective custody with the assistance of the U.S. Coast Guard and Washington State Park's marine assets. Doesn't he know there are no nude beaches on Orcas Island? A Lopez resident called about alleged boating violations and harassing behavior in Fisherman Bay. Both parties were contacted and advised to avoid all contact with each other. Reminds me of parenting siblings. Children, go to your rooms. On July 15th, a San Juan deputy responded to a report of vandalism. A mailbox appeared to have been destroyed by an explosive. No suspect information was available. I can't help but really enjoy imagining what that call sounded like. Hello, officer. It appears... My mailbox was destroyed by an explosive. Well, that's very interesting. What gives you that impression? Well, it was exploded. On July 17th, Lopez Island deputies responded to a possible burglary in progress at a residence. The property and residence were searched. It was determined the wind had blown open an unsecured door. But was it determined whether the wind stole anything? An Orcas Island deputy responded to a road rage incident in Moran State Park. All parties were contacted and an investigation was conducted. No crime was committed. 
Lopez Island deputies were dispatched to an individual wanting to turn himself in for previous crimes committed. It was determined that there was not enough evidence to charge the man with a crime. The individual was released. On July 18th, Lopez Island deputies were dispatched to a littering call. This concludes the July 25th edition of the Island Digest. This edition is brought to you by Orcus Center. Orcus Center is your place for fun and intrigue this summer with live concerts, performances, art openings, and more. Check out the Orcus Center annual gala event coming this weekend, July 29th. For more information, visit www.orcuscenter.org. Thank you for listening to the Island Digest, a small sampling of what's in your local print newspapers this week. The Journal, Sounder, and Weekly rely upon advertising, subscriptions, and donations to support our mission of high-quality community journalism. To contribute, visit our websites or email publisher Colleen Smith-Summers at csmith at soundpublishing.com. Thanks for listening, and come back again next week for more local news from San Juan County, Washington. I'm Caleb Summers.